Hey guys, it's episode three of our podcast. It's Jordan. And Giselle. And it's just us. So, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the last one. If you haven't, uh, go listen to it. You might like it for the first one or just don't listen to it at all. But today, what are we going to talk about from your idea? How to help each other in times of stress mm-hmm. or high stress volume. Uh, high or low stress volume. It's between, oh, okay. Yeah, just stress. Okay. So, why? Why Why did you pick that? I think I was driving to work and I was just thinking about how you help me when I'm stressed. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think that's what, that's what I was like, oh, we should talk about that because... I don't feel like anybody helped us when we were having it out in stress. At each other or just at life? I think both. Mm-hmm. And I hate that people feel like they're alone. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to feel alone. So if they came across this podcast, not that it would be like the end-all be-all, this is the holy grail of information, but that it would be helpful, to, especially to relationships. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, I remember last when we talked about um, we talked about what's that thing called uh, therapist. Yeah, conflict, conflict, therapists, and part of that, and I think they go hand in hand a little bit mm-hmm. because, well, kind of because you can be depressed and not stressed, right? Or no? Depressed and not stressed. I guess so. Because. Depressed and not stressed or stressed and depressed? You can be stressed but not depressed, but can you be depressed without being stressed? I think so. Okay. Because with therapist counselors and stuff like that, they help you guide things. And I, I this is what I think about it. Of course, I think like you being my friend, it feels more as if I already have my counselor. You know, and because I get to talk with therapists, really, because I can just talk. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you need me to talk or whenever you need me to listen, you can just talk. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good, a really good stress relieving because you can open up and talk about it, whatever it is that's stressing the person out. Do you feel like you relieve your stress when you talk to me, though? I think, I think it, it's. Like 20 or so minutes ago? 30 minutes ago? I guess I, I... Yeah, it's not that I don't want to, but I get in this mind of... I get in the mind of when I start to think about whatever it is that is stressing me out. Mm-hmm. I go in this rabbit hole. And so I just go through this avenue and then that avenue. And sometimes it's, you're just in your mind... Mm-hmm. But so far deep that like it just. But so I didn't help you. No, you do. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying before before talking to you, I was in that rabbit hole. Yeah, it was more like a maze, just trying to figure out going left and right. Mm-hmm. It's best how I can describe what what type of stress feeling that is. And yes, you do help me because. When I talk about it, I can get your perspective, but also just ramble if I need to. Right. And I don't, I don't do that a lot, but 
I'm learning to do that more and more. That's good. Yeah, that's true because you didn't do that so much before. Mm-hmm. And you have done that more more recently. You've been more open and more more honest. Why do you think I didn't? Why do you think I didn't talk about whatever that was stressing me out? Did it even look like it was stressed out normally? Yeah. You did. Mhm. I think what do you mean? Why why do you I think you didn't just automatically talk? What was your first thought really? In a way of I already knew what it was about. Mhm. So, it was I knew you were going to say something along the lines of like I know we've already talked about this. I know that this is something that we've been talking about more frequently. Mhm. And maybe that you didn't want to bother me with it. Mm. Also, I don't know how to help you in that area because that's literally that's literally something God has to pull through on. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that sometimes maybe you feel that you have to be a man and not say anything. Like, have that mindset. I don't know if you do or don't. I don't. I just... For me, I I try to problem solve it. So it's not that I don't want the help or I don't want to talk about it. You just don't want a woman's help. Yeah, I don't. Huh. So <laughs> it's it's literally because I try to figure it out in my head. Mm-hmm. And when I have time to figure it out in my head, I think about it like a math problem. I... It's just trying trying different equations. Right. Uh, that's how I see it as. But knowing and realizing more like you can just sit, you can just talk about it. Right. And so that's something I would say was hard hard to get comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Is just speaking out my mind and and just saying whatever. But mm-hmm. I noticed that you noticed that it was easier for you. So how do you feel like, or how do you think, what do you think you did that allowed you to be more comfortable talking with me so that you could relieve stress, if that makes sense? Um, I, would, I would just be playing games. Mm-hmm. And oh. then I would just talk with you. Right. Because when I would come home, and you would work from home, I would play games and and eventually I would start talking about what's just irritating me. Yeah. And and then eventually I start or now I'm starting more to just hey, can I talk to you? Or do you, do you feel like the games were like a crutch for you to be able to open up? A crutch? Mm, no, because before I would play games even when I'm stressed just mm-hmm. to think and release, like think and relax. But I don't think it's the best way to go about certain things sometimes because sometimes you do need feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm. So sure. I think I think I kind of gra- gradually started going mm-hmm. from playing games and talking with you to, hey, like, I need to talk with you. Right. Or you notice it and you ask me questions and I talk. 
do so. You, do you feel like I ask you when you're feeling stressed? Do you think that sometimes I don't ask you? Or do you try to hide it so I don't ask you? Mm, sometimes. Why? Because some 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 things I I don't know how you would be able to help other than me already explaining how I felt before. Mm -hmm. And so if it's something that previously I already talked about, why would I want to rebring it up? You know? Mm -hmm. So I try to think of the think of what you said and go back to the problem solving and also yeah the problem solving thing is probably what i would try to do mm -hmm. and if it's not that then i would try to pray to god whenever i had quiet like very very quiet moments right and i like having very very quiet moments right. because it feels good yeah, it feels good. Do you have an example for us? Um, example of me not saying anything? Mm -hmm. Um, an example of... Like a moment where you were in a stressful state and I asked you, how do you think... If it was something that you had already opened up about, how, how am I helping you if you're still stressed? I guess the fact that there's somebody still there listening. Mm -hmm. Not not that people don't want to listen, but you know me more than anybody else. So mm -hmm. if if I don't talk to God, then I talk to you. So it's it's literally that, and I get a direct feedback from you. Um. So I think. What's your question again? Say it again. Do you have an example? Oh, okay. An example. Of, of that type of situation or scenario? I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not totally sure. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not totally sure. If I think I had, I had a bad day at work and it was just very annoying, that's probably an example, but that's not something I feel as though I stress about. Mm -hmm. um, you don't stress about work? Not about work. Mm -hmm. Because not not saying I don't care about work, but it's not my main concern. And these cats are hungry. <laughs> it's not it's not my main 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 <laughs> issues in life. You probably just slapped each other back there. <laughs> probably. But I'm listening. It's not my main my main issue, I think my main one as far as talking with you, is what do I want to do with my life? Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I can work, I can go to work, no doubt. But is it something I'm passionate about? Not really, no, I just need a job. Right. I'm thankful, but I, I just need a job. So, if somebody were to ask me, did you... Do you feel like you put all your heart and soul into it? No, I don't. And I don't want to. That's not that's not where that's not it. But it was something I put my heart and soul into and I want to find that. 
uh, that can I can say that's the most recent feeling of stress in my mind and trying to problem solve it by myself where I get into that rabbit hole I get into that maze and you notice that I'm just at a lost mm -hmm. lost looking state whether it be me staring off or looking down and it feels like I'm solving an impossible problem so I think that would be an example of something that you have helped me with or a stressful situation because it's not that anything is coming against me. It's just that I'm wanting to do something that I want that I want to do. It's more beneficial, not only to others, but for my state of, I, I enjoy this. Right. So that would be my current, my most recent slash current stressor where I get into my head and it starts to become a maze. Mm -hmm. So so how often do you think that you feel that way? And I guess, is this like what we're doing right now? Is that a stress relieving thing to do? To it is. Sit and talk. And yeah, because we can talk for hours. I don't know. I know. I know that couples sometimes don't want to talk at all. Sometimes, mm -hmm. like maybe I don't know. I I don't want to say our relationship is different compared to everybody else, but because when you hear that, you hear that? everybody's We're like, not "Oh, like the other girls." Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to say that, but I do want to say the fact that I'm okay with not having friends. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah. We, yeah. I'm okay with being with just us two. Mm -hmm. I think if something were happening, I'd definitely be really sad and really hurt. What do you mean if something were happening? Like if I couldn't talk to you. Oh. Yeah. That's something that would really. Wow. <laughs> okay. But that's something that would really, 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 really like hurt and challenge me. Mm -hmm. Um. But I, I do enjoy our conversations. I do enjoy talking with you, mm -hmm. whether you think I'm not listening or whether I actually am not listening, but I actually do. Oh, like, so you admit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I'm playing the game and you're t trying to talk to me, sometimes I do go in and out whenever it's. A, I noticed it. <laughs> and whenever I'm try trying to study a little bit and you're talking, I'm not trying to not ignore you, but I'm. Wait, I'm not trying to not ignore no, I'm not trying to ignore you, mm -hmm. but I'm also trying to focus on this one little thing. But I do like hearing her voice in the background. <laughs> but I don't I know people really want their spouses, their relationships to have a friend. Because they get annoyed with them and they don't want to be with them or talk with them for a minute. But I don't like that. I can I can go outside and talk with people, no no doubt, but is it something where I want you to go out and go hang out with your friends because I don't want to hang out with you? Never. Oh, yeah. That's no. never been a thing. The only time I really would want to do something alone is if I'm... There's only two things. Yeah, going, going out. Going out. Like an hour or two. Yeah, and that's it. It's not that I don't want to do anything with you, but I know you're not interested like that. It's not that I'm not interested. It's that I don't want to look stupid. Okay, whatever. So that's the only time 
Um, what was the question again? Ma'am, I'm, I'm missing I don't questions. even remember. <laughs> oh, we were, um, I should write it down next time. Yeah. But we were, we were I guess you gave about... an example of what you wanted to do. Like oh, what yeah, you yeah, did yeah. Do yeah, this life. is helping. So, yes. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy this. This is helping. I like talking. Yeah. And even though there might be two or however many low, low amount of number of people listening, just the fact that me expressing it and giving it out in case somebody does go back and listen to it, mm-hmm. um, that they know that people can still feel like they have no direction, mm-hmm. even when they're starting something new or even when they're at a new level, they still feel lost. Right. So... That's true. It's always good to have at least one person. If it if you're married, then it should definitely be your spouse. Right. Or in a, a relationship, um, it should be your partner. Or if you're just a single Pringle, then have it. I'm sure everybody has at least one stable one, friend. One, at least one. You just need one friend, really. Yeah. So just to be able to get that off your chest, it helps tremendously. For you just to ease your mind, just yeah. to pour your uh, cup into another cup. Yeah. If you don't have anybody like higher, as far as wise counsel to trust, having a friend is something mm. really important because wise counsel is good for like a lot of guidance, and that's good. And but sometimes a friend is somebody that knows every single thing about you. That wise that counsel, closer, yeah. yeah. Wise wise counsel only gives you wise counsel when you come to them but when you're with a friend you're just hanging out talking random stupid stuff or it could be deep it could not be deep but anytime you hang out with the person it it builds something right you can learn a lot or get close to someone just by going on a car ride or walking around the mall you don't have to really you get to or something feel them out yeah so definitely have at least one friend um and try to look for somebody at least one person that you can look up to mm-hmm. but don't force it so definitely what, don't force it mm-hmm. what about in areas where it's something that somebody goes through that the other person can't possibly understand so if okay because they didn't go through it or oh. it's just not there so forcing. situations like that mm-hmm. for me you know when we talk mm-hmm. I say, I don't, I'm not going to say I understand your situations, but I see what you're doing. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand it because I've never been in it, but I do see what you're saying. I do see your situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it feels, but I see why you would feel this way. I see why you would think this way. Mm -hmm. And I see, I see it, but I can't say I understand it Mm -hmm. or like, oh, okay. So think of it as this. You had a a cupcake, but the inside filling was mud, right? Nice. Right. And you took a bite out of it, and you were telling me about it. I was like, oh, I know. Like, I understand. But do you? But yours had yeah, mine a nice had, custard. Yeah, mine had the nice custard. So I, I don't understand, but I see it. You know, I mm-hmm. see your, your, your food having mud in it while mine is sweet. I see it. So I don't understand your situation, but I see your situation. Mm-hmm. That's that's as far as I can say and give guidance if somebody asks me or if you were asking me or we're talking. Because I, I don't want to say I understand unless I actually do. 
But I do want to mm-hmm. say I see it because I see it. Right. And I know I know it's it's happening. You're so I wouldn't say understand. I don't think people should say I understand or this and that. Why do you think people say that? Do you think what do you think that is? I think one so so many people say it now, it's so easy to say it. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if you understand if you understand how they're feeling, that means you you've been through it. Mm-hmm. Rather than being careful about what you're saying. Right. Because, you know, the person can say, you know, I understand. And that's okay. You know, I don't understand. But I do see you're having a problem. Mm-hmm. Or I do see whatever has happened. Or I do see it. But I think it's because socially we adopt things that are so incorrect. That's true. Um, It's a part of... The culture, and I, I don't like that saying, but it is true when when everybody's going in a certain direction, it's hard not to say the same things. It's hard not to do the same things. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to feel the same things. Like, you know, the past two years, two, three years, everybody's been having mental issues. The same The things. same things. So Self-diagnosis. Yeah. So that's where it's, it's, everybody gets depressed at one point in their life. That's true. It's no doubt. Yeah, I do think some people have different types of depression that they should look into. But right. Everybody does at some. Well, maybe not everybody, but the majority at this point in time, I think, on the planet that we live on, have at least dealt with the things it. that we've gone through as a society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way that you haven't been through a depression. Right. But that doesn't mean you have a problem. Right. It's. I definitely think. I definitely think if somebody does have that problem, for me, because when I wasn't feeling good, I never said it was depression. I never said that. I said that for you. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like, no, I'm not. But after thinking about it, it was, man, I actually am like really not a happy person. But I never talked about it because who wants to say, like, okay, people who want to say that wants attention. Because I'm dealing with stuff. Look at me. I don't want anybody to know my business. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and do my best not to look like I'm dealing with anything. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want people to think I'm strong, but I don't want you to, I don't want you to worry. That's true. There was a season in my life where I didn't say anything. Ugh, I just picked this. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But people around me were pointing it out. Mm-hmm. And if you're going through something, a lot of times people will point it out for you. The, the bad thing about that is is people gossip about it instead of coming to you. Right. Or it's like something that outsiders notice that insiders sometimes don't notice. So why would an outsider approach you in the first place? Right. So, yeah, I do. I agree with what you're saying because I know people that go through like seasonal depression. And then I know people that get depressed because they got... 14 likes on their post maybe yeah. like just silly little and that's things one like of the that. big ones too mm-hmm. social media making you feel sad because somebody else has more likes and you know tiktok i from what i've heard they'll just come up with a mental state and all of a sudden everybody has the same mental state <laughs> i bet i think that's so sad and toxic because it that's, I that's, that's think definitely that's, like some witchy stuff mm. like 
True. When we have no physical friends and our friends are online, we have nobody to physically talk to. And sometimes the people that we associate with online like that, you don't have a personal, really a personal connection with. Mm -hmm. Something like bleeds through the internet Mm -hmm. and affects you in a way where a friend would hopefully pull you out of it. Right. A true friend because... You can have a friend that does exactly the same thing you do. Mm-hmm. And two negatives don't make a positive. Right. In having, I guess, a Christ-like friend, mm-hmm. somebody that wants to strive for a deeper relationship with Christ, will probably, most likely, almost all the time, they won't always have the right things to say, but praying for someone is already doing so many, so many things. And listening and... Offering a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. I think uh, that's something that I don't, I think I did during that time where I wasn't trying to, man, these cats are going at it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think during that time when you were pointing it out and I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to act tough at all. No, I just didn't believe it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I I didn't want to believe that. Because I, you know, I, I was a, I'm a happy person. Mm-hmm. And you seen me when you first met me and all the way up. I'm just this person that, that like, just happy person. Mm-hmm. So, why, why, how, how does that even happen? But during that season, things did change how I thought and what I see. And I guess that's where it kind of drove me into a a spin. Depressive state. Yeah, but I was trying to, I guess, numb it with doing things. Like? I guess, what What was I doing? Like doing things. I don't know. Oh, I guess, yeah, doing things. Like what? But what was I doing? I don't remember. How do you not remember? Do you? I, I don't think so. What year are you talking about? That was 2020, yeah. Playing games. Oh, yeah, I was playing games. That's it. Was I crafting? No. Nope. No, I you wasn't. You were just playing games. You didn't buy that till the end of 2020. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just, I guess I was just doing that. I I don't remember, but I do remember that time of just. Because you, I think you were just numb sitting in front of the screen just playing games. Mm. I don't think there was anything behind it. Really, to be to be honest, I don't think there was. So I was a bum. Well, God had <laughs> to slap you in the face. Without slapping you in the face, I think that's also what happens when we are not in our word every day. Right. Or not every day, because sometimes we're just not in. Like, yeah, we're not perfect. Wake up late, go to yeah. sleep early. Where you just actually not that you don't have time, because you can read the verse of the day. It pops up. On Every your day. screen. You get to pick the time. It pops right. up. <laughs> Mine pops up at 6. Cause I, I, and before I thought I was going to be waking up early <laughs> enough. Now I have no choice. But yeah, just uh, small things like that can really shift your entire day, really. Yeah. And the Sprinkle of Jesus app. Really? I've never had it, but oh. other people would post things about it. And I'd, yeah. That's actually oh. relevant oh, so, and valid. So that's where I think I went into that rabbit hole mm-hmm. of just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And I was just at this state of still being in that rabbit hole the entire time. 
where it didn't feel like there was an answer mm-hmm. or there was a clear way of, of going through it. But I was just still in it. I think that's where it can tie into stress because when you don't, when you're stressing about it so much and you're trying to look for an answer, for me, that's what I was trying to do and I can't find an answer, it gets kind of saddening because you're just running into walls. True. So you can't find an answer when you don't go to the one who has. It. Yeah. So I think, um, I think tying that back into what is it? The the we were talking about friends. We were talking about um. Oh, oh yeah, people who exploit their exploit their quote mental illness. mental illness but people who do have mental illness they don't want to say anything sometimes because they they actually don't feel comfortable or if they do feel comfortable then they exploit their actual own it's like issue. a hit or miss because there are people that have a mental illness and are speaking out because they want to help other people with it because of the world that we live in it's not always been something that's been accepted but i also think that it also has to do with a lot of the spiritual realm we are dealing with the bible says that this is not a battle against flesh and blood but right. of the spiritual realm and i think that's why so many people deal with what we're dealing with i do think people have things but it's because of other things but sometimes i think um, life events, they cause you to have a PTSD, and that can right. be a mental illness, if depending on how traumatic the event was. Right. Um, and sometimes, like, Jesus is the healer, but sometimes healing takes time. Yeah, it's like a fresh wound. Yeah. So I think that's where... I do think some people with a mental illness, they're genuine about it. Um, but I do think that other people with mental illness exploit it for attention. Yeah. Um, like all of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of TikTok, just just in case. <laughs> right. And just for people that know, I don't have a social media. You don't have a social media, so we weren't. It was literally just yeah, just us two. So for me to just uh, examples of just uh, headlines that pop up in the media, I right. think that's what really gives it away mm-hmm. so during that time where I, I actually was into a a state like that i don't and that's why i don't i don't want to admit it because i i don't know if i still believe it or not but you are the one who sees things i don't see or, or refuse to see mm-hmm. so that's also what, what's good about a friend you need to have that that person that actually points the thing that you don't want to see or that's hard for you to see true but, during that time, I, I, my social media has already been already been deleted. So there's no reason for me to want to like exploit it, talk about it. I'm talking about it now because it's two years later, almost three years later. Mm-hmm. But the fact that during that time, there's really no, I wasn't talking to anybody really. So sure. the fact that I'm talking about it now, it's not that I want the attention, but it's telling the truth that. I wasn't on social media during that time, so I wasn't comparing myself, but I was just trying to figure out a problem and right. it just caused a issue. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's hard to really gauge, like you said, a hit or miss. How do you speak about it, but how do you tell somebody's actually going through it or just wanting the attention 
or oh man you know i'm sad right now so i must be depressed so he just broke up with you you're not sad you're just going through a life experience right. i mean you're not depressed i'm sorry you're just going through a life experience i hate it when people do that but that's where it's so important to have somebody that's going to be blunt honest with you no matter what right um because i think in that season i was afraid to be honest with you because it just seemed that everything that i said was going to wreck your world <laughs> so I just wasn't honest about it and mm. I let that I just I, I saw how it was affecting you in your everyday walk just whether it was a spiritual walk or a physical walk and part of it is my fault for not saying something sooner because sometimes when you confront somebody you're scared about it Right. Because we're human and that's a natural feeling that we experience as humans. But that's where, even though what I might say might hurt you, or what I'll say might hurt you, that doesn't mean I should stop myself from saying it. Because this, if I had said something sooner, you wouldn't have been as sad right. as you were for right. as long as you were. Or affected the way that you were. Right. And that's where it's important to have somebody close to you that knows the ins and the ins and outs of you, so that if you are going through something, whether they say it or not, you're there to point it out, because we all have a natural discernment to tell whether or not our friend is going through some thing or our spouse is feeling a certain way, right. especially if you have a spouse, because before we got married, you could tell if I was sad. Like, without us even having to talk that day. Yeah. It was so weird. But I don't know if you still feel that way to this day, though. I kind of do, kind of don't. I think things... <sighs> hmm. How do I even say it or navigate what I'm about to say? I guess... Not that I don't feel it, but I can kind of... I don't know. Maybe, Maybe during those times where I could feel it is when is when it was the hardest for you mm -hmm. but maybe for now it's something where i have to make sure i'm paying attention what do you mean i guess you're asking do i do i feel that anymore mm -hmm. sometimes yeah mm -hmm. sometimes no i think it could be a fact that me being in my word or not being mm -hmm. edified and actually, like, being in the spirit with God. Mm -hmm. Because once as you are on track, then the spirit can let you know things. Mm -hmm. And you can obviously discern things. I think during those times before, I was really leaning on God. But right now, it, sometimes it feels as though I'm talking to a wall. Mm -hmm. So... But I'm still trying. But can I say I was with the knowledge I have now versus before? I think I was trying harder because I, I didn't know as much as I do now. Mm -hmm. But knowing as much as I do now and dealing with more things, it's uh all right, Jordan, it's time to it's time to see if you're really in it for me. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm taking it because I know he's not leaving me. I know he's never left me. But right now, it feels as though like I'm talking to a wall sometimes um, when it comes to my 
my passion, which is, I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking him about it, but still feels like a brick wall for more than a year. Mm-hmm. So it kind of hurts, but I'm still trying to go forward because I thought I knew what I wanted to do back then. Mm-hmm. But now I actually, over the years, I'm realizing, you know, it wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So. Why wasn't it? Because everybody else was pushing me to do it. Mm. So. I know, I'm not sure if I can trust that. That's why I want to hear it from him. Mm. And so waiting and listening and praying and waiting and listening and praying kind of discouraging but it also builds your faith true because what how am i supposed to fight the good fight of faith without seeing without bleeding the unseen so Mm. i think i think my discernment right now is not the best or not as high as it i think it was or maybe it's a test i don't know but i think it's definitely trying right now as Mm. far as Issues of life and my walk with faith with God because, like I said, it's it's time to see if you're really up for me, even when I'm quiet. So, because, was it 40 years in the in the wilderness? In the for, wilderness yeah, yeah, 40 years in the wilderness with Moses and the Israelites. And they were all complaining and wanting to go back, mm-hmm. which means they didn't want to rely on God anymore through the hard times. It's okay. like that whole generation died except for three people. Moses, Aaron, and that one guy who was very bold. I yeah. Don't remember his name. I forgot his name. But he was really, really bold and do you know Joshua? <sighs> Maybe. Oh, is that a dumb thing to say? <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like it might have been Joshua. But I think it was the third guy. A third guy because he was like, I'm gonna see this and oh, and also he I'm honestly I'm going off of the veggie tales that I remember. Oh, my. Wow, but they were the they were the only ones who were like, "I'm gonna keep going," mm-hmm. and that's a lot of that's a lot of Israelites that died. But that new generation got to see the the promised land because they were born in the in the wilderness. Mm. So when you're going through hard times and you see God, you're gonna you're gonna say, "Oh man, this is awesome! God be the glory." But when you're in the comfortable times of something that's not good but you're comfortable like Egypt and then you go into something harder, then you want to go back or you want to go Ooh. forward. Mm, and so I think good. this is that time of, I need to go forward, even though during those times I, I was doing good, mm-hmm. but there's definitely like, there was room there's for more. There room was, for more. But so, God can give you better. Right. There, with God, there can always be better. Right. So I want to not go back. But I want to go forward, and I want to I want to progress and stick it out. Yeah. So I think that's where I'm just I'm that's where I'm at, and that's how I can answer that question of why or do I feel it anymore? Sometimes, sometimes not. But that's where I think I want to train more, and and pray more, pray more, read more, and try to rely more on the Spirit as though as what we're supposed to do. So that's why I was praying for the passion thing. What do you feel like you're passionate about now? Just because I'm curious. The most passionate. I like... 
I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I like... Your Steam Deck? Yeah, a new Steam Deck. You're welcome. Thank you. But... <laughs> if you lean on that chair again... <laughs> so, what am I passionate about now? Um, I, I like teaching, but I also like... I like when people enjoy something I create, whether it be, I don't know, I like creating videos and I like when people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun for me. I like to be creative, mm -hmm. but I also really love teaching and just openly talking like what we're doing right now. Right. It's, it's fun and I enjoy it, but I also want to do things that I want to do and people enjoy that too. So... I guess it's a mixture of that. Uh, but you know what's funny about that? What? It's, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Because you think about what I just said. And you think about passes that are more like a performance. Than actually teaching the word of God. Shame on you, Jordan. Exactly. But yes, I see what you're saying. You need to get on the... If I say, scoot your chair over and lean on it so you can sit... Exactly how you want to sit. Oh, look, at, look at what you're doing. Okay. There. Now lean. Good? Yes. Jeez. So, check one, two. We're good. But that's that's the part where, like, do you see that? Yeah. What I said is it pretty much nailed the head of these big, big pastors or yeah. performance. Mm -hmm. What did you say about the pastors? What did I say? Guys want to be them. Oh, about Stephen Furtick? And others? The guys want to be him and the girls want to be with someone like him. Yeah. Not me, though. I promise. <laughs> no. Something about him. It just looks mean. No offense. That one <laughs> he, just comes, he just comes across as... <laughs> he just looks... You know, some people are just too energetic for me. I, maybe mm. he's just that type of person. Too energetic. And I... Tone it down. Right. Tone it down, please. Hmm. <laughs> but I, sometimes you're so energetic. Me? <laughs> Tone it down. Me? Yeah. You are energetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. In times where I'm just trying to relax and you're just bouncing off the walls. I'm like, okay. Tone it down. <laughs> I just say one thing and I say another one thing and that's. <laughs> but I think, do you see that? Yeah, so I that's, see a problem. Yeah, hmm. but I like to teach in a way where it's... Self-gratifying. No. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> where it's actually truth, and if it's something that's not true, I want to make sure that I straighten out what I said. And you accept, um, what's it called, criticism, constructive criticism. Right. And uh, That's another way you could help somebody, too. Mm. Accepting constructive... Help me help you. Yeah, yeah. Actually help the person understand, see, help the other person see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But I think those would be my passion. I like to create um, create something. But I also like to share what I've been taught, share what I've learned. Mm -hmm. I think that's more so the key. Not that I want to, I want to be a teacher, but I like to share those things because it's important to me. Right. 
to when you're trusted with something and you share it, that's something God entrusted you with. Why did he trust you with to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I will not say God told me. You will not hear me say that because oh. I'm so scared. I, and that's why I remember I told you I was afraid to be a pastor because because what if I lead the, the people wrong? So I'm like, no, I don't want to do that because they get judged harder. So True. I want to make sure I hear from God. What does he want me to do? God. There are, I would, I think there have been instances where people say God told me. I think it mainly had to do with our us getting married. And that's probably in my own life the only times I've believed it. Because so many people make things up just because their head told them. Yeah, their their feelings. Or something. Right. Their desires. Maybe. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you because when people say God told me, I'm not going to lie, I got to side eye you just a bit. Right. And then let God confirm it to me. I think that's good, though, because you're not supposed to take it in. I don't, I don't, at least this is what I think. Oh no, it actually says in the Bible, test, like. Test the spirit. Test the spirit, right. So when somebody says something, you have to make sure that it's from God. If it's no doubt from God, you're a sinner, you're going to hell, you want to follow Christ before you go to hell. I, I think that's from God. But, <laughs> but if it's something of God telling you a direction where to go, what to do. When you're already a Christian, let's say, that's that's uh that's that's really that's a big that's a big statement. It's some that you should definitely test and pray for yourself and wait for the answer. Mm-hmm. Even if it's day after day. I don't um I think the only time God told me was it has been something that's like come to pass, but it's not something that I've been wholeheartedly accepting of. Um. Hmm. So, that I can't remember. Honestly, it could have happened more than once, but I'm just if it didn't, if if nothing came to pass or just didn't feel, I feel like people say that out of malice sometimes in a weird way. Which one? Like to lead you off. God told me. Uh, um. Oh, like those. Like God told me to break up with you, but then you start dating someone the day after or something you've heard mm-hmm. of those situations no i haven't but i believe it. it's like so common where especially on the guys actually mainly on the guys part well they'll tell that's not funny no i'm just it's just the fact that Ugh, you're rude he can't just say i'm breaking up with you right no god told him to break up with her so that he could go date the lead cheerleader Yeah. You date Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. <laughs> yeah. That's actually something. Wow. Like things like that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But it's very common in the Christian I've never community. heard that How, really. I feel like you would say something like that. Wow. Yeah. I actually did say something like that. Not that God told oh, me Oh yeah, I you feel. broke up with me. Yeah, I but believe. we were talking and I didn't Rude. want to. That's the difference. I didn't want to. I was like, why? <laughs> I forgot about that. God told me to break up. I didn't you. say God told me. I just said I feel it. I, I feel it. something. I know. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't say that. It was very hurtful. Same. But uh, what 
was I going to say? I was going to say that. She just hit him. I can't. She just hit him. She's alpha. She's a crazy alpha. <laughs> he just hit someone else. And the food <laughs> flew, so she went and quickly grabbed it. <laughs> grabbed the spoils. But. Well, okay, so the. That's why I want. That's why I'm in this state of trying to find out what exactly I want to do. You're calling? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No? I don't know. I, I guess so. I guess my lane. Mm. Trying to find my lane. Mm-hmm. My avenue. You know, like I said, I don't want to work for a job I don't care for like that forever. I want to get in my lane and wholeheartedly go at it. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. And those would be my passions. But I don't want to jump into something that's obviously not for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. I guess test waters. And I like this. So I, I do believe this is something we're supposed to do. This is nice. Yeah, it's fun. So now I can ask you the questions about stress. Oh, excuse me. Do you, how well do you think you deal with stress? <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, like stress hits you when you're thinking about whatever. Then what? What do you do? I burst into tears. That's good. <laughs> I actually, honestly, I think that's, that's what I do a lot. I panic. And mm. I don't want to say I'm one of those people that just have panic attacks. I hate that. Like, I'm cringe. My fingers are cringing at it. It's something you don't want to say. But I really don't want to say it. But it, that's that, how I that's felt about I the react. whole depression thing when I when I was talking about 2020. Just a moment ago, I said when I'm in that when I was in that state because I don't want to say it because I don't like. I, I don't like want to feeling that same. It's not something to be proud to say. I yeah, guess. I don't want to say it because it's not something that I want to acknowledge or something I want to compare it to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're like feeling of not wanting to compare it to that because you don't like to say how people say that yeah people are youtubers making thousands of dollars oh and gosh. they just need a mental break and they come back because they need a sponsor because you'll give them that they money. actually do come back when it comes to a sponsor a lot of at least some of the people that that break and rest for 10 minutes a day <laughs> <laughs> so I can post this video thank you squarespace no. <laughs> that's what they say not sponsored <laughs> Three episodes and definitely not. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think I was always like that though. Mm-hmm. I definitely more now go into states of panic and it causes us to be late a lot of times. Oh, are you getting ready for work? That or just like when we hang out with people that we know, just like a moment of panic and I don't want to go anymore. Mm. And I just want to go into bed. And even if we're not going anywhere even if we're just going to the gas station, I think that's ridiculous that I do that. Definitely. And so I don't think I handle stress. I think before I handled stress well. Maybe but this is just a different level that you're not used to. Because this could be just a different way. That or I, before, I'm trying to think. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of how to word it because... Before, I don't think I was allowed to express stress, maybe. 
or expressing stress would be more dramatic but i don't think i would have reacted that way like the way i do now mm-hmm. i don't think i i might have had like one or two reactive moments but then the way we're like almost every time it seems when we're going out it just seem it feels i don't know if it's true it just feels like there's a reaction every time and I'm not trying to react that way. So right now I just des- definitely don't deal with stress very well. Mm. So you, you, you feel like your mind is going crazy because of something, something you, sh- you worry about stress about and it's, it just causes you tons of worry. Yes. Does stress equal worry? I think it does. Every time? I think so. Like when you're stressing about something, I guess you can look at what stress means on your your phone. I think it's just a tense and an intense worry. Because let's just see what definition of intense stress is. What a survey says. All right, says. defines defines stress. What does it say? Is how we react when we feel under pressure or threatened. It usually happens when we're in a situation that we don't feel we can manage or control. When we experience stress, it can be as an individual. For example, when you have lots of responsibilities that you are struggling to meet. I, I don't think I go under stress when it comes to lots of response. I think I knock things out when they need to get done, even if I'm stressed. I think so, too. Do you think... I think you do that as well. But as far as... It being worry, it's you. Maybe it's not it Makes worry. you feel frustrated, angry, nervous. It's your body's reaction to a challenge or demand. I don't know because I don't react when people are demanding. Mm-hmm. Or to challenges. I don't think I do. Mm. Do I? Do you react? Like to a challenge? When? Or high, like when someone is demanding something of me? I don't. No one really demands You mean a bad, bad reaction? Yeah. I don't think you do, no. No. It's only giving one... Are we talking about stressing correctly? Mm. No, because that was correct. Challenges. And intense pressure. I guess so. It just seemed like it was only in certain environments that you could feel possibly stressed. I think... I think that's... I guess we have to make sure we have the right decision uh, definition. definition, but I do think we're talking about stress mm. when something's weighing down. So maybe it's more so you're, maybe more so you're talking about work. Like, was it worry? I don't, am no? I worried? Well, you said getting ready in the morning. I think. I think more so meeting people. Mm-hmm. Or going to see people, whether it's my family or your family. Oh, you feel they're under- the only people that we see. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. Yeah. Or is that anxiety? Is stress anxiety? I don't think stress and anxiety. I think maybe you're anxious about it. That's anxiety. I know anxiety. Oh. I don't. I, I said I don't think stress is anxiety. I just think you're anxious. So, how do I manage? I'm so 
confused. So you're talking about anxiety. You're talking about anxiety. I feel like those things stress me out, though. So that's why I'm confused. I guess how do you deal with the things that really, really weigh on you and cause you to... Not good, then. Yeah. Yeah, I guess sum it all up. We're having three different definitions. (laughs) Trying to figure it out. Three different words. Definitions are the meaning. Yes. Go ahead. No, I answered the question. What? You said, how do I... Oh, oh, do you deal with... Do you think you... How do you deal with it? Yeah, I don't deal with it. Very well? Very well. I don't deal with it very well without tears. Tears are good. That's true. But also picking yourself up and making sure you're shaking your head like, hey, focus. Do I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Do you think I help you out? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, my nose ring fell out. Ew. Do you Do think, I think I, if you lean I'm on the wrong still side in again, front of the microphone. No, you're not. Go. Anyways, what was your question? Do you think I help you? You asked me if. Uh, uh yes. If you help me. I do think that you help me. I think that you've helped me more as time has gone by with how you understand certain things. Understand um, or see. See and un. See and get to sort of understand, okay, this is about to happen or this is happening. Oh. And understanding how to help resolve it in the mm-hmm. moment, I think, is the best way I can word it. So noticing noticing the, the signs. Yeah, because I think before it was kind of agitating how you wouldn't do research on certain things maybe. Mm. Because I didn't know how to explain it myself. Mm-hmm. So how can I explain what I'm feeling when I don't even understand what it is either? Or it was something that wasn't, because it's a result of something else. No one talked about it, so it threw me off guard, mm-hmm. I guess, to that. You know, when when you're going through something and sometimes it feels like you're the only one that's going through it. Right. It, I obviously, I didn't think I'm the only one that went through anything, but it was the, well, this is throwing me off guard. No one talked about this being a result of this. I don't know how to gauge this. I don't even know what this is. Is this a normal feeling? Mm. Does that make sense? So how can I tell you or have you help me in an area where it's foreign to me? Anyways, I think that's why. Oh, yeah. Kind of like you have a map. And you're trying to show me the map, but even I don't even understand. Oh, no, no. It's more like you're learning a foreign language and you're trying to get me to understand it when you don't even understand exactly mm-hmm. what, what it, it's meaning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I see what you mean. So it's. It was hard for me to hard for me to. Under, hard for me to see what you're saying and feeling when you are still trying to navigate exactly what you're feeling is this too vague do i just say what it is i mean if you want to it's up to you i don't know i just feel like it's too vague if you want to say it i don't want to say it 
And I guess I would just say, like, in that scenario of when it was walking me through that, mm-hmm. she didn't say that I would struggle with anything. She, I don't think she did struggle with anything after that, so I guess that's where maybe sometimes a second opinion is good on things because she didn't appear to seem like anybody that had looked at herself in a different way in the mirror because even now, sometimes when I look in the mirror, it feels like my eyes are hollowed out and I look like a demon. Mm. And I feel like I've told you that before. Mm. So that's why I asked you yesterday if you if you thought there was stuff under my eyes because I just saw like all black right under here. I don't know, you're just it, having a makeup thing. But I didn't have my makeup running. And you said no. So when I looked in the mirror, in a different mirror, it was like fine and clear. No. So that's why I feel like when someone doesn't set you up, or not set you up, when mm-hmm. someone doesn't, maybe she didn't know about that herself, so how can she help me? So, with what, this is a, a little break, we talked about something a little bit, mm-hmm. and we wanted to pause the recording, but we're back, and I want to ask you... What makes you uncomfortable just speaking about to the world about something that is truly, uh, truly hurting you? Something you don't want to trust anybody with? I think because the one time I did, or the second time I did, as far as like it being somebody that I knew I was going to be around with, mm-hmm. for, around, like, cl- around, like, physically around with for a while like uh like acquaintance just for the meantime the meantime because i honestly i don't know if i thought i was gonna stay friends with this person Mm -hmm. but i knew that we were going on a trip and that i couldn't going (laughs) going like not having anybody that I was really comfortable with around me when I just walked into this place, I couldn't, I, I didn't think I was going to trust her with it, but I needed somebody to walk away with me if something were to happen. Mm-hmm. Because, because I was aware that if I didn't treat my body properly or if I didn't eat, Mm-hmm. That I the potential of passing out, especially in like Mexico, was probably high with the heat and stuff. Yeah. So I guess the reason I don't feel comfortable and being vegan, right, or a vegetarian? I was a vegetarian. Vegetarian. So there was not so. very many options for me. Right. But that's the thing. I hate when people like are vegetarian or vegan and they expect there to be options. So I was willing to adapt. <laughs> Go outside. Eat grass. <laughs> eat some I- bark. You can do that. You can right. eat leather, you know that, right? That's disgusting. That's eat, not vegan, though. But did you know that? You can eat leather and bark? I'm pretty sure that's why there are people behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> behind barks. <laughs> Get it? I got it, Jordan. Okay, sorry. So you were going on this trip with a group of people, but you didn't know anybody, and you wanted to just have one person at least. Yeah, I knew one couple... That wasn't a couple, and it was just a drama, so why would I want to hang out with them anyways? Right. Not to throw anything out there, but that was that's just not my forte. Right. So I think having an eating disorder, basically, 
um, the reason I wouldn't want people to find out is because it's been used against me. And I don't know. I haven't. It's been like five years since I stopped um, starving myself or pushing myself mm-hmm. to to vomit my food, mm-hmm. which sounds disgusting. Saying that out loud, it sounds so disgusting. Saying it out loud where other people could potentially hear it, it sounds sickening. But how can you help me mm-hmm. in that area when you didn't ex- when you didn't have that me right struggle? Yeah. Okay. Or even though that's not something that I deal with. How can the person that helped me walk through it originally walk me through the second part of potentially having a body dysmorphia when she was walking around with so much joy and happiness? Like, she had so much bounce in her walk. Right. Does that make sense? Right. She so, was always so, so giddy and ready to go places. Somebody that, that was... That healed differently. Okay, so somebody with... An issue that may have been different? Yeah. How can it help you with something that is a different... Experience. Okay, a different issue, yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah, so that's where... And body to smoke here is what for people who didn't know, like Nick, when I first heard it? I guess seeing yourself in a way that is not you. Kind of like the little clown mirrors in the circus. In the circus. Yeah, and the fun house things. Yeah. The mirror mazes or... Yeah, where it's wobbly stuff. I've always wanted to go in one of those, and I begged my dad I to let me go. I never did want to. It looks stupid. It looks it, scary. It did, but I like mazes. Like, just those little mazes, and just... Oh. I like the corn mazes. I just like mazes. It looks scary. I didn't think it looked scary. I just don't want to... It's just mirrors. I don't know. Something See, about multiple the- of me's just looking around... I feel like one of me is just going to turn around and look at me. I would did run. Did you see a movie or something? I don't know, man. I, I think did. that's a movie that's or something. terrifying. I don't want to do I don't. I never wanted to. I asked my dad to let me go into one that looked like it, but the advertising was not what it was, so it was just glass. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come look at the horsies. It's a donkey. <laughs> what is this? It's a pony. It's a pony. A tiny horse. Sorry, so this person that you trusted, um, one person you trusted used it against you, another person you trust just doesn't seem... We just didn't get to that point. Mm-hmm. I She got really busy, and we just didn't keep talking like that. Uh, so it just died out. Yeah, it was, okay. she was an adult doing her adult life. And I was not an adult. So I just also don't feel like feeling like a burden to people. Mm. And she was so active in the church, always on go, go, go. To stop, to make somebody stop just to talk to you. I hate doing that. Yeah, it feels like you're in the way. Yeah. Even if you're playing games. And you know, like how you said earlier when you're reading your Japanese or when you're playing video games. And I just keep talking and I'm like, oh, sorry. I hate doing that. But I think that's where you've helped me, and more recently, that's where, like, if I if there's a panic, you understand more the panic or why there is a panic. But seeing why there is a panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just also feel burdening to you when there is a panic. 
So when you because it's not something I can't. I don't want to say it's not something that I can't help. I hate when people say that. Just hard to deal with. You can say that. Yeah, it's just hard to deal with, and it's not like I plan it. Right. It's not like I. Three thirty. Right. Start running in circles <laughs> like a chicken that just got their head cut off. That's how I feel, actually. It's just everybody has their weaknesses, and if you if you don't have a person that can help you, because you can have Christ, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But Christ did put. There's people here on Earth because Christ, God can move through them. Mm-hmm. So to think that you don't need people around you at least one person around you that's foolish true i think the bible says foolish at some point because you're just following your own way you're not having anybody else it's like other other another person's perspective mm-hmm. i'm okay with not having friends but not in a way where i don't want any i do want want some more i have one but i want one more local oh oh yeah well that's a fresh unlocal friend yeah so, but... So a new friend that's local. Yeah. I guess an additional friend, but that is local. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But I am, like, I do have a friend, and that's you. Mm-hmm. And if it came down to us going somewhere, I'm I'm fine with just having us two in those moments. Mm-hmm. But I see what you mean where you... You... you want to not you want to deal with it on your own but certain things aren't going to be easy on your own they're more dangerous on your own yeah and that's why it says two are not do not lean on your own understanding lean not on your own standing uh it says two can defend themselves i'm gonna look yeah, up that read, verse look up that verse <laughs> So that's our, our verse. It's more like three, four verses, but it's a really important one. And that's why I say, even if it's just me and you, I'm totally down for that. Am I stressing about getting another friend? No, but is it something that potentially I want to have? Yeah, sure, but I'm, I'm not going to stress about it. Can you read those three verses? It's Proverbs 5 and 6. No, in Ecclesiastes. Wait, it's Ecclesiastes 4. not on your own understanding. Oh, um, Okay, read, Those are two different ones. Okay, read the Ecclesiastes, because I'm talking about friends. Ecclesiastes 4, 12? I think it's 10. Oh, 10, 11, 12. Okay. But um, she's going to pull it up, and you guys are going to see what I means. I means. For some reason, I always... Ecclesiastes is one of those that I always think is New Testament. Oh, really? I don't know why. I think it just sounds... I don't know why. Maybe you think of Ephesians? You said maybe Ecclesiastes what? Ecclesiastes 4.10. I think it's 4.10 through, through 12. Oh, you might be right. I probably get it confused with Ephesians. Mm. 10, 11, 12. Where it says 1. 1 something. Okay. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe unto him that is alone. For he falleth, and there is not a second to lift him up. Also, if two sleep together, then shall they have heat. But to one, how should there be heat? If one overcome him, two shall stand against him. A threefold cord or a three-braided cord is not easily broken. Yeah, so that's the one where one person can't even defend themselves. And even it says 
even the first man to walk on the earth, when God created Adam, he said, even one man is not good enough. So if one man's not good enough, one one female's not good enough. So you need a partner. You need a, a friend or a partner that knows you and actually is building you up. Right. So I don't think it's a bad thing that you feel... Or no, I think it is a bad thing that people sometimes feel as though they're a burden. Mm-hmm. Because that's just something the enemy wants us not to. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. You're not supposed to be alone. You're not supposed to deal with these things alone. It's okay to feel like somebody's helping you because help is good. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think weaknesses are okay if the other person can help you with them. Mm -hmm. So, And if the other person can't help you with them, then that's where... Where someone came to me with a problem, and it was not something that I dealt with at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked them if they wouldn't mind waiting a hold, basically. Just mm-hmm. for so I could ask the other person if they were okay with me telling them that they dealt with that. Right. So that this person can go to that person and they can walk together. Because it was right. not something that I would have understood in any way. So that's always an option too. You can always have somebody you trust as well. Or if you know that someone has an issue, you can divert them. I don't know if that's the right wording, but you can refer refer them or redirect them to somebody that has dealt with that issue. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And if the person really wants help, they're going to go to that person that... If you if they trust you, I would hope that they can trust the people that you trust at the same time. Right. I know sometimes it's a walk for people to do that, but it's also sometimes there's no other choice. And I think she's eating something that she shouldn't be eating. It looks uh, white, not She looks so funny. <laughs> so I have two questions. Mm-hmm. How do you think I help you? You just keep leaning over I'm and over. I'm in front of it. No, you keep moving. How do you think... I have this question also kind of directs into the next one. How do you think I help you in those moments where you're in that panic mode, when you're getting ready, when you're outside and about, where we're either in a private environment or a public environment? How, how do you think I help you I think you help me now because you already know what it's about. Mm. So that's how good, how well we communicate because you already know what it is about without having to ask me, but you ask me anyways, Mm -hmm. just because that's what you do. I don't know if that's a tactic. It's just to see if you just want to be honest and just say, hey, I just need some help or can I have a hug? Can I have a kiss? Something like that's that. That's true. You just be quiet. I guess even yesterday in Panera, the same thing mm. happened. But I think that's where you you already know what it what it is about, but you asked me what it's about so I can talk about it, mm. and so that we can make eye to eye contact. Mm-hmm. I think that's also that also helps because eye contact. People don't make eye contact really anymore. Right. And so I think that for me that means a lot. When mm-hmm. you make eye contact with me and don't like look around when you're talking mm-hmm. to me, um, 
I look around when I'm talking to people, but I can't look at people in the eye. So that's weird that I just said that. <laughs> or I just feel like a hypocrite, but I Maybe can look at people. To think. People think and look around. It's normal. But... I think that, but I also just don't think I'm confident enough to look at people in the eye. Um, because that's how I was raised to look at people in the eye, not to look around. Right. But I catch myself looking around a lot. Right. And I try to bring myself back to looking. Yeah. At, like my coworkers, I catch myself looking around and I don't want to be uh, rude. Mm. I think it, it could, sometimes it might be rude. Like you're not listening. And right. I think that that's why when people aren't looking at me in the eye, I'm like, you're not listening to me. Right. Um, so that's why it has nothing to do with me not listening. It's just that I, I feel embarrassed to talk to you in the first place. Mm. So I think that's how you help us. One, you already know. Two, you ask me questions. Three, we talk about it. And we pretty much ended in a hug after you let me cry. And it's embarrassing to cry in the middle of wherever we are at. Because I don't know where we were, but I know that it was literally the middle of somewhere. But I don't remember. Was it? Well, you weren't crying, but you were potentially about to. Oh. Hmm. And last question. (coughs) Why? (coughs) Excuse me. How do you think you're going to go about future now when... Because those situations do stress you out because you're under pressure of feeling certain things. Mm Mm-hmm. He likes his paper. Our cat likes paper. But... He shouldn't like that, though. Alright. Oh, he's good. He's playing with another cat. But... Starting... Going now on... With... How you're feeling, or those moments... How do you feel about... What you said now, as far as saying it, because we were so vague before about what you were talking about but now after having a little short break and talking and you open up about it do you feel more confident do you feel do you feel like you gave people ammo what do you feel do you feel encouraged anything i still feel embarrassed Mm -hmm. i don't like talking about it but I can't, we can't have a discussion and be so vague on something that's supposed to really encourage people in their relationships. Right. And in this world, there are probably so many men and women that have the same issue. Yeah, no doubt. It says there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Especially in relationships. Right. So, but the thing is nobody talks about them. So it feels encouraging to talk about it mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel encouraging when if some the right person like listens to it can use it against there's really no way you can use it against me it's just embarrassing and i just don't like people knowing about it really if you think about it there's always going to be something or somebody to say something yeah. or try to make you just think about it like YouTube comments. People deal with that all the time. And that's what the thing, like, sometimes, I mean, obviously, I don't, we don't have a YouTube channel. So that one time the person said, like, why would he marry someone like you or something? Mm-hmm. I, it didn't really bother me, but outside of, like, if that person were to see me face to face, I would actually say, like, yeah, why would he? 
So uh, just things like that is what scares me. Oh, just face-to-face interactions. Yeah, and I don't want to... I don't... We don't really run into people that we know, but there's always that... Slight chance. I mean, that you can run into people that are from your state when you're literally in the middle of nowhere. True. So that's... True, true. Heat. (laughs) So, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see as time goes... As time goes on, if if there's any anything anything that comes out of it, mm-hmm. so it's kind of one of the if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, at least you said something because people are also just too afraid to say anything. And the fact that we're putting on the internet where it can't get to go off. I know, right? Oh, it can come off when they want it to. Yeah. If if they wanted to rid our existence, it could go off. Yeah, you hear that, Peterson? We know your tactics. It's an FBI agent. <laughs> we know he's listening. But, well, I just want to say, just be encouraged that you said what you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I know I should be okay with saying that I've dealt with a... Depression. Depression. <laughs> because... It's something embarrassing to say, but when you're out of it, you know, you just talk about it. And even when you're going through it, it helps too, because guess what? When you say it, you already, you're you already expose yourself. You're bringing it to light, like yeah. the Bible says. You can't, you can't, you can't out somebody that's already out there. Like, you can't, you can't, there's no way somebody can say this about the person if you're already, hey, here's everything. So there's no way they can kick dirt you already threw out. It can just be an embarrassment to your family. <laughs> Pretty much. So, I guess I just want to end off on that. Um, so to sum it up, how to help somebody. Talk about it. Have somebody close to you. Mm-hmm. Actually be honest and talk about it. Because uh, everybody has that. They, they, every, you better find that. <laughs> I'll find it. <laughs> Everybody has friends. They can have one or two friends. One friend they're always going to be vague with, and the other they're going to be honest with and call in the middle of the night if they need something. Right. Um, that may not always be the case, but and I, and I hope that everybody at least has one good friend. I know that sometimes that's not always the case because you got so many backstabbers in the world. But right. talking about it, and if you can't help the person, Try refer to them to them. someone or redirect them to someone. Or just listen. Listen and even do your research. If you don't know anybody, you can do your research and find somebody. Um, Not everything costs money. And I guess especially if you're in a church environment, I would hope that there's somebody in that environment that's willing and able to assist with that, with an open, with open arms and a a willing, a willingness. Right. Um, And even in, like, a secular world, there are so many people that are still, that have good hearts and are willing to do better. They just... Even if, even if you don't, even if you don't talk about Christ, just the simple fact of what we talked about, I think it was last episode or the first one. There's only been two other ones. Yeah, the last one or the first one, that's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) But when you ask somebody how how are they doing and... But how are you doing? How are your day? Like, but how how, how was you? your day? Yeah. So simple stuff as far as that can mean a lot, and even 
just a random gift saying, hey, here's this. Oh, wow, that, I didn't expect this. I actually read a story, or actually I was listening to a podcast, I didn't read a story, where somebody was having a horrible day and she didn't have anything to, anybody to talk to that day. Mm-hmm. Her grandpa had just died or something. And she went to Trader Joe's and the, the worker actually said, how was your day? Um, and she said, you know what, I'm actually not doing good. So, yeah, you can ask how was your day really, but it's up to you also to be honest about how was your day really. Like really intentional about So it. they had a conversation about it, mm-hmm. and he asked her questions, and by the end of her shopping trip at Trader Joe's, he had come to her with some flowers to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think that was an example of somebody listening First, somebody asking, how are you? Because it doesn't have to be someone you know. You can ask a stranger right. how they're doing. And then also the fact that she was honest in the first place because she... Sometimes when people lose people, you know, people die every day. And that sounds right. really hard to some people to take in. Yeah. But it's true. And I think I if I think there are only a couple of people that if they died, I would be... my Actually, my world would be upside down. Right. Like... But if somebody that I just kind of passed by or didn't really know that well died, I I feel sympathy for you, but I can't really be heartfelt, right. emotional for you. Right. So I can do my best, but that, that's what I... Oh, I see what you mean. But so the, in that case, like, he didn't have to go out of his way as an employee mm. to do something nice for a stranger. But just that he saw the person was just not having a good day. Yeah. That the person... The person's grandparent. Grandparent. Pat, got, I think she attended away. the funeral like the day before or something. So she was just. Right. So just the fact that he didn't, he wasn't there or understood. Just the fact of seeing somebody at a at a bad state, and actually asking them because sometimes you don't see it until you you say something because you can always put a smile on people can. People some are people good can at faking look, smiles. Yeah, people are good at faking smiles, and some people aren't good at looking through the smile. It's both That's of those things. That's true, yes. So, whether somebody put on a really good smile and you can just ask them and they randomly say something, you're like, oh, I did not realize you were just in a hole right now. But let's talk. Right. So. And some, truthfully, sometimes it can be an inconvenience. But it also, at the end of the day, sometimes it makes someone else stay yeah. better or turns their life around right. all the way, so. I think that's the other thing, uh, sacrificing your time. Time you can't get back. Money you can, but right. when he, you sacrifice time, putting it's black time. beans on the shelf black or something. <laughs> the first thing you think of. <laughs> yeah, so this was a... This is one where... We felt more comfortable talking. Yeah, it was kind of rocky to... It was kind of rocky to navigate... <laughs> It's kind of navigate hard to navigate because we don't we don't want to talk about these things. The way she was looking. Oh, her. But yeah. yeah. We don't want to talk about these things, but it's important to and before before Giselle opened up about the issue she was dealing with, I said to her, "You have to deal. You have to treat this like what we're doing podcasting." As if everybody in the world will hear it. But. Even though, you know, we we only have maybe 0.0001% of the world hearing it. Barely. But. 0.0000. 000. 000. 000. 
but treat it as though everybody hears it. And once you do that, you won't be afraid to talk about certain things. You'll be afraid of people using it, trying to make you make you a, a, a what am I trying to say? People are trying to oh when you say or when you open up people are going to try to use it and hurt you with it. But just the fact that you opened up about your weakness, just the fact that you expressed something that may have been embarrassing or something that you don't even want to talk about, that's that's a lot of strength. Sure, and don't be that person. That, yeah, don't don't, don't post be it everywhere. Don't that person that goes and tells everybody somebody's business. Oh that yeah, they for real. You. Don't do that. That's ugly, and nobody wants to be your friend when you do things like that. That's a good way to end it. Thank you. <laughs> I just said, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> At but, the end of the day, do get some help. Yeah, for real. Something's wrong with you, psychopath. But thank you guys for watching. Watching. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We are out on this Labor Day weekend. Peace. Oh, have a safe Labor Day weekend. Okay, yeah, have a safe one. Peace out. Bye.